This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Having nothing whatsoever to do with your mental health, but everything to do with your spiritual health, the worldly cares you meditate on, and the thoughts you ponder, Pastor Ray's five-day series entitled, Don't Lose Your Mind, is truly unique. Because spiritual warfare is always fought in the mind, man needs to have the mind of Christ, thinking as Christ thinks and taking every negative or sinful thought captive. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. The godly principles taught in this series will literally help revolutionize your thought process, forcing yourself to forget past failures and rejections, thinking only God thoughts, remembering only what is holy and good, ridding yourself of small worldly mentality and distractions, and focusing only on what God is saying. Remembering Pastor's warning that if we don't capture our thoughts, they will surely capture us. Doing it any other way but God's way is the sure way to lose your mind. The book of Isaiah, and we want to go to chapter 26. And um, I'm going to use this as my pivotal verse, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about this. And then I've got a couple of verses that I want to share with you tonight. So um, let's start with Isaiah chapter 6. I'm sorry, chapter 26, verse 3. Is everybody there yet? All right. It says in in verse 3, it says, you, meaning God, will keep him, meaning us, right? Him, God, you, us, me, us, all right? You will keep him in perfect peace. How many of you are interested in in perfect peace? How many of you sometimes don't have such perfect peace? Oh, come on now. Yeah, it's the truth, right? Sometimes we just do not have perfect peace. But here we see God is giving us um, a promise. He said, you will, uh, Isaiah's writing, you will keep him in perfect peace. Now listen to verse 2, or not verse 2, but the second part of that, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So one of the the things we can learn, a couple of things that we can learn uh, from this verse is, number one, God wants us to live in perfect peace. How many of you remember the verse in in the book of, I believe it was John, Jesus said, my peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives it to you. So there uh, there is a peace or peace that comes from knowing and serving and living in Jesus and living for God that you're not going to find uh, living in the world or just be, being of the world. There's a peace that we can expect. Here in the book of Isaiah, God promises that he's going to keep us in perfect peace. I'll bet you, but I want this perfect peace. I mean, I'm striving every day to get this perfect peace. And that's a little bit of what I want to talk to you about tonight is how to get the perfect peace. As a matter of fact, I've got a, uh, I want to really focus in on the second part. It says, whose mind is stayed on you. So we understand that if we're going to have peace, then our mind is going to have to be stayed on Jesus. 
All right. Our, it is, this involves our mind. We have to do something. We have a part to play in affecting the perfect peace of God or bringing into effect the perfect peace of God into our lives. And that is that we have to keep our mind on him. Our mind needs to be stayed on Jesus. So tonight I want to title this message, Don't Lose Your Mind. Don't lose your mind. So many Christians have lost their mind. Our mind um, is supposed to be focused and purposed and pointed on God. And as long as our mind is on God, and I'm going to give you tonight, I want to talk about seven things that we need to do or should do with our mind or should be doing with our mind. And if we do these things, then we're going to keep ourselves focused on God. And according to Isaiah chapter 26, we will be in the perfect peace of God. How do you like that? Isn't that good news tonight? You can live in the perfect peace of God if you don't lose your mind. Your mind has all to do with it. Amen. I know a lot of Christians that have lost their mind. I know a lot of people that lost their mind. But, but for us, keeping our mind in the right way and keeping it in the right place and keeping it focused brings the promise of us walking in the absolute perfect peace that God has to offer for you and for me. Can I get a better amen than that? So now we're going to jump around and look at several verses, and I'll go as quickly as I can tonight. But let's go over first verse to Romans chapter 12. And the very first thing we want to talk about is that the first thing we need to do with our mind and keeping, keeping ourselves from losing our mind is to renew our mind. Our mind needs to be renewed. And here in Romans chapter 12, and this is a familiar verse to many, many of us, but let's go to Romans 12 and verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So presenting ourselves holy to God, and that doesn't mean perfect to God, but with a desire for holiness, with an understanding of of holiness and the need for it and the desire for it, presenting ourselves this way to God, which the Bible says, what, what the word of God says, is our reasonable service. It's a reasonable thing to do that. Now, verse 2 says, and this is where I want to really focus in, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind, of your mind, so that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Well, let me just read the word, uh, the definition of this word conformed. And it means here, refers to, it says in my Bible, to conforming oneself to the outer fashion or outward appearance, accommodating oneself to a model or pattern. Um, basically, what this is telling us is that we should not be conforming to the pattern of the world or of the flesh. We ought to be conforming to the pattern of God's word. So when the Bible says be not conformed, it means do not pattern or fashion yourself after the world. We shouldn't, listen, we have to live in the world and we're not called to be weirdos, but we shouldn't be like the world. We should be giving a different pattern because we're not conforming to it. We're not being pressed into its pattern or cut or shaped by its pattern. We're being cut and shaped by the pattern of God's word. God's word is our pattern. Come on, give me a better amen than that. It says, so do not be conformed by the, by the world, by this world, but be transformed. So we're not to be conformed, but transformed. And the way the transformation 
How many of you, when you came to know Jesus and serve God, you didn't come all clean and perfect and, and, you know, cut right after the pattern of Christ or his word, amen? How many of you came to Christ and even you've been walking with the Lord for 10, 15, 20 years, there are still things within you that have to be transformed? Now, you can just, listen, anybody, we'll pray for liars later on or deceived, but how many in this room, raise your hand, you know, even if you've been walking with the Lord for 25, 30 years, there's still transformation that needs to take place. One of the things that I learned about uh, this renewal process and this renewing of our mind is that it is something that goes on forever and ever and ever until the day you come to meet Jesus. You never get to a place where you no longer need your mind renewed because I found that just when you get one area renewed, there's another area that gets messed up. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Just when you get this side under control, this side is out of control. I get my mind over here and I lose it over there. I lost my mind over that thing. Come on. I mean, I don't know. A given week, I lose my mind a dozen times. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So, so one of the ways that we're, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, one of the things we ought to be doing with our mind is constantly going through the renewal process. So he says, do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, how does that renewal process take place? The way you renew your mind, because that word renew means to, you know, something fresh, something new, something different. Every day we ought to be feeding on the word of God because it's the word of God that gives us the new and fresh supply that we need to transform our mind into something other than what it is right now. I'll bet you, but there are times I think thoughts that I think, dear God, how did I ever think that thought? Anybody here ever do that? I know. I say, man, my, I got to renew my mind. I need some fresh information to put in my mind. I don't like the thought I'm thinking right now. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking? Don't sit there and look so holy and humble, will you? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Every day we need to renew this, this brain of ours because every day our mind wants to think things it shouldn't think. It's amazing to me. I've been walking with the Lord for 25 years straight, and it's amazing to me how many times the old man wants to stick its ugly head up. You dead old, you're supposed to be dead. Why are you sticking your old head up? Come on, anybody talking a way that you, you know, maybe used to talk or thinking a way you used to think. Every day our mind needs to be renewed by the word of God. That's why we need to be in the word and constantly get a fresh supply of the word of God. Can somebody give me a better amen than that? All right. So we need to be transformed, um, not conformed to the world, but transformed by the renewing of our mind uh, so that we may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If we're going to really know and understand what God's will for our lives is and really understand and perceive God in, in, a, in a very personal way, then we're going to have to renew our mind because our mind, the Bible teaches us that our mind is at enmity with God. It's, it's against God and his ways. And every day it's a battle to get our mind refreshed and renewed and reprogrammed. You know, it's like a computer. Uh, you know, it's like there used to be a saying, I don't know if they still say it anymore, but garbage in and garbage out. And uh, sometimes when garbage is coming out of you, it's because you haven't put a fresh supply, you haven't put a fresh word in your life from God's word that regenerates and keeps you fresh and keeps your mind renewed um, in, in, into his perfect will. Can everyone see that and give me a, an amen on that? So the number one thing we have to do, and we could preach on any of these, but we don't have time to do that tonight. Number one thing, um, seven things we ought to be doing with our mind. Number one thing is renewing it on a daily basis. Get a fresh supply of the word. Get tapes, get, 
you know, CDs, uh, read good Christian material. And then, you know, I want to say something about that too, because sometimes you got to put away the CDs, you got to put away the books, you got to put away what everybody else has to say about God, and you got to get into the Word for yourself and start reading. Now, don't look at me like, well, this is way over my head. Come on, this is not over your head. This is baby stuff. This is first grade kindergarten. This is step A Christianity. Get into the Word and start reading the Word and re- renewing and refreshing your mind with a fresh supply every day. You'd be surprised how you'll start thinking differently. You'll be surprised how you'll be acting differently. You'll be surprised how people around you will see the difference in your life because you're renewing yourself every day by the word of God. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. So number one, we need to renew. Let's go over to Matthew's gospel, chapter 22. And um, we want to talk about what else we should be doing with our mind. Seven things you should be doing with your mind. Number two thing you ought to be doing with your mind in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 22, and I want to go to verse 37. Number two thing that you ought to be doing with your mind every day is love God with it. Did you hear what I said? Love God with your mind. I mean, think about God. Think thoughts of love. Speak thoughts of love to him. Love God with your mind. As a matter of fact, this is really the first step to the renewal process in your life. Because, you see, if you don't use your mind to love God, because let me give you the verse. In Matthew's Gospel 27, I'm sorry, 22, verse 37, it says here, Jesus said to them, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart. With part of your heart? Some of your heart? A piece of your heart? No, all of your heart. And with all of your soul, some of your soul? A portion of your soul? All of your soul. And with all of your mind. So this verse teaches me something that God wants all of me. He wants every part of me. He says to love him with all of of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. Every bit of your thinking capacity ought to be focused uh, on God and loving him. You have to think loving thoughts towards God. You have to purpose in your heart to speak loving thoughts to God. God wants uh, wants you to love him with your your whole mind. And one of the ways that you're going to keep your, keep your mind on God and thus keep your heart in perfect peace. How many of you want the peace of God? Then you're going to have to love God with all of your mind. You're going to have to keep God on your mind. How many of you keep God on your mind all day? Yeah, come on. You got to keep God on your mind. I bet you, but I talk to the Lord during the day. I have little conversations with him when I'm, you know, in my alone time, whether I'm at home or driving in the car or wherever I am, I'm talking to the Lord. I keep him on my mind because I love him with with my whole heart, with my whole soul. And I also want to love him with my whole mind. I want to keep him in the forefront of my brain and my thinking. In the course of a day, there are a lot of things we want to think about that aren't really necessary or may not even really be very good for us. Anybody know what I'm talking about out there? Let's exchange those thoughts and think God thoughts. Let's think about him. So we've got to love God with not only our soul, not only with our heart, but all of our mind. And again, this is really the first step to the process of that renewal and that renewing of your mind. And uh, so love God, number two, with all of your mind. Let's go over to Romans. I'm going to go quickly tonight, but let's go over to Romans chapter 8. What is another thing you should be doing with your mind? And Romans chapter 8 teaches us something here, and I like this verse. Romans chapter 8, and we want to go to verses. uh, Let me get over there. Let's go to verse um, 5. 
Number three thing is that you have to purpose to set your mind on the things of the Spirit. You have to purpose to set your mind on the things of the Spirit. And um, let's read this verse and we'll talk about it. For those who live according to the flesh, how many people know what that means? You know, people that live according to the flesh. They're all fleshed out. All they do is think flesh thoughts. All they're worried about is their flesh body, their flesh mind. All they're worried about is their flesh needs and their flesh wants and their flesh desires. And it says those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit to the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So this is talking about the renewed brain, the renewed mind. And if we're going to, if we're going to live in the perfect peace of God, then we have to purpose to set our mind on the things of the spirit. And, and when we talk about setting our mind on the things of the spirit, it's sort of like setting your alarm clock. You put it to the number or to the time or to the hour that you want it to go off. You place it where you want it to be. When, when a doctor sets a bone, what does it mean? He puts the bone in the position that he wants it to be or in the position that it should be. So when the Bible says that we ought to set our mind on the things of the spirit, it means you put your mind where it, where it should be. You put your mind on the things of the spirit and get them off of the things of the carnal, of the natural, of sin, of the things that will bring death. Because those who are carnally minded, it says it's going to bring forth death. But those who are spiritually minded, those who have their mind set, focused on the things of God and the things of the spirit, brings life and peace. And that brings us back to our pivotal verse that if we want the perfect peace of God, then we're going to have to put our mind, we're going to have to set our mind on God and keep it set on the things of God. Uh, I don't know about you, but I set my mind to things and my mind comes off of those things. How many of you have had that same experience? You purpose, you know, you put your mind to, to, to think right thoughts and to do right things. And then all of a sudden your mind comes off. So you see, it is, it is a practice. It's something that you have to do constantly. You're constantly resetting your mind to think God thoughts, to think Bible thoughts, to think word thoughts, to think like God wants you to think. So he says, and if you'll do that, he says, you know, it says right here that if, if your mind is set on fleshly things, then you're going to live, you know, the end result is, is, is death. But if you set your mind on spiritual things, you set your mind. See, most of us live in this realm, well, God help me, I can't think right. No, God says you help yourself. God is not going to change your thinking. You have to change your thinking. And what changes your thinking is this word. God's not going to supernaturally come down and, and rework your brain so that you think differently. Is everybody with me? We have to purpose to set our mind on the things of God. We have to purpose to set our mind in the direction that we know it should be going and away from the direction that it should not be going. Is everybody with me here tonight? So if we're going to walk in the peace of God, if we're going to have and appreciate and enjoy the fullness of that peace, then we're going to have to start doing something with this brain, with this mind, because this mind is standing in the way of our peace walk with God. So, so we've got to renew it. 
We've got to make sure that we're getting a fresh supply of the word into our life. We've got to love God with it as much as we can. So many people use their brains for such evil things. They come up with such evil devices and evil thoughts and evil things and evil thinking. And here, let me tell you this. Some of you are wasting your time with your brain and your mind, hashing and rehashing things that have been done to you or said to you or what this one did or what this one didn't do. You're not loving God with your mind. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting your mind on carnal things. You set your attention to serve and to love God, but it comes off and you don't grab hold of it and put it back on and you wonder why you're not living in the peace of God. You want to know where is peace? I just want peace. Well, the way you get peace is you renew your mind by the word of God. You love God with your mind and you push out every other thought that's at enmity with God. You push out every other thought uh, that, that brings torment to your life. You, you purpose to love God with all of your thinking. Think God thoughts. Think good thoughts. Love God with it. Number three, you purpose to set it in the direction that it should go. And when it doesn't want to go that way, pick it up and reset it. How many of you know, know what I'm talking about? In the course of the week, I have to set my alarm several times because I get up at different times. Sunday morning, I get up at five in the morning. The rest of the week when I have to get up, it's a little bit later. So I have to set and reset that clock all week long in order for it to, you know, deliver the right time. And it's the same way with our brain. It's the same way with our mind. We have to set it and reset it maybe a dozen times sometimes during the day, get it back on course in the direction that it needs to be going. If you don't get hold of your brain, if you don't get hold of your mind and your thinking, it's going to get hold of you. Is everybody with me? It's going to get hold of you. So, so we have to purpose um, to think those thoughts. Now, Colossians, and you don't have to open this. I'll just give it to you. Colossians 3 and verse 2 and 3 says, set your minds on things above, not on the things of this earth. So Colossians teaches us that we need to set our minds. We need to focus our minds and get our focus on the things that are above and not the things of this earth. You see, um, sometimes things aren't going real well in our lives and it's very hard for us to focus on the things uh, above. But when, you, when you're in, in, those, in those times and you're in that condition, that's the time for us to be setting our mind on the things above. When I'm sick, I need to put my mind on the things above so that I can get healing. When I'm broke, I can't look at the, my situation and get all waylaid and allow my thinking and my mind to, to wander. I'm going to tell you that's a problem with a lot, but we have wandering mind. We've got to get hold of it. I've got to focus and purpose my put to put my mind back on the things of God, on the things above. So, so this verse in Colossians three, two and three says, set your mind. In other words, you take charge of it and you put it in the right, uh, in the right position. You set it where it needs to be, set it on the word of God and not on the things of this earth. So you see, we haven't, we have active, an active part to play in walking in the peace of God because we see very clearly, he said, he'll keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. So how are we going to keep our mind on him? We've got to do these things. We've got to renew it, right? We've got to love God with it and force out every other thought. We've got a purpose to set it on the things of God. Get control. See, you have control over your own thinking. One man once told me, and I thought this was such a, a powerful statement, he said, it's as easy to think a faith thought as it is to think a doubt thought. It's as, it's as simple to think a good thought as it is to think an evil thought. It's as easy to think a clean thought as it is to think a dirty thought. Is everybody with me? 
it's as easy to think a holy thought as it is to think an unholy thought. So, so what's the difference? We just purpose. We set our mind to think the clean and the holy and the good and the power and the perfect will of God. We purpose to think those things. And when we do that, the Bible says that we're gonna, he's going to keep us in perfect peace. So we, ha- we have to participate with God. If we're not walking in the peace, it's probably because we've lost our mind. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com. 